Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Uh, I don't want to be talking about Adam Fanua Blake in November. <laughs> ah, famous words from Kerry O'Keefe. But let's talk about him in December. Hello and welcome to Sports Day. Jason Matthews here. And Scotty Sattler, let's go gentle on him today. He's had a tough day. Oh, how hard is life sometimes? Really easy. It's not. Well, spare a thought for our listeners in and Cairns. for the people in Cairns. And you're True. worried about trying to disconnect your phone with Telstra. <laughs> oh, I know. It's the battles that. It's... Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Mate, soon you won't be able to order off a menu. Yeah. All right. That's how tight. Listen. Everything will be all right. Hello to all our listeners. What a big news day it is in the rugby league. With um, We get straight into it, shall we? The good old thanks to Cobram Estate. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Um, Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah. Four-year deal. With the Cronulla Sharks. Yep, starting from 2025. Big news. This is this is what they need, the Sharks. They need an enforcer. Missing piece. Yep. It's a missing piece. It's a... Uh, yeah, you've, they've got a Dalian winning halfback. Uh, they've got a tremendous fullback. They've got an outstanding hooker. They just needed the missing piece. They needed the James Fisher-Harris and the Payne Husses to give you a forward pack, just something different. And and to their credit, the Cronulla have really snuck under the guard of a couple of other clubs now. And, of course, part of the Warriors' deal to release him on compassionate grounds was to only be released to a Sydney-based club. Now, I'm not sh- quite sure whether the, the Dragons, who are all based in... Wollongong now, their headquarters, yeah, yeah. where that's classed as a, a Sydney-based club. So, yeah, Cronulla were always mentioned. But I've got to say, well done, Cronulla. They've snuck yeah. under the guard. Up, up, Cronulla. They haven't let anything uh, yeah. leak as well, which is which is a great no, sign from the so organisation. No no photos yep. uh, by the paparazzi at a Chinese restaurant with a lazy Susan. Yep. Good to see. Mm. Um, just on that. Another kick in the guts for the Dragons. Now, who have they got for next year? They've got Kyle Flanagan, haven't they? That's their only recruit so far. They've got Kyle Flanagan, yeah. It's not good. No, oh, no, and they've got not. some players coming in 2024. Ben Five. Hunt's still... Uh, 2025, I should say. Ben Hunt's still not the happiest. Well, he's... You know, the good part about Benny Hunt now is he's actually said, you know what, I'm committed to the club. I've got to. Because he can't mm. change the situation. He's just got to focus on how important he's got to be to that club. And... Um, and just do his best, and, and he will. You know, he's 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 committed to the club, and yeah, yeah. All right, let's get it. Let's get on to bigging. 
the but bigger just, news is. Just really quickly, just yeah. based on that, you're talking about the Dragons. You've got Corey Allen from the Roosters. Doesn't mm-hmm. play regular first mm-hmm. grade. Tommy yep. Eisenhuth, Kyle Flanagan, Hamay Sallow from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's a good pickup. Yeah, so. But no big names. No, there's not. No, and and I'd be surprised. Kyle Flanagan would not make the top 30 in any NRL team. That's, well, he, that's called a spade of spade. No, he'd make the top 30. Where? Well, a lot of clubs would have him there no. at depth, but he, he might only play a handful of first grade games during origin or when you get some mm. injuries. Yeah, so. Okay, let's move on to great news. Mm. Tom Dearden has signed a long-term five-year extension with the Cowboys till the end of 2029. Look, when this contract expires, he'll only be 23. We no, spoke, no, he's, we spoke uh, about this last night. 28 he'll be. Yeah, we spoke about this last night. We said, we said, I don't think he'll leave the Cowboys. I think his deal will be a five-year extension well and done. and... I think he's a future captain of the club. So yeah, they were the exact words you used last night. Well done, well done to the Cowboys because you know what they've worked on his personality. They know the kid really well. They know that he doesn't want to. They know that he doesn't want to um, leave. Well, he doesn't want to go to clubs where there's uh, a really high profile. And being in Sydney, you are under yeah. numerous media publications yeah. that always focus on the key players. So. For him and his personality, and he's a proud Queensland boy, staying at the Cowboys makes sense to him. One, he's been Good paid really well. Two, he's comfortable there. He loves Toddy Payton. Yep. And he's a future captain. Are we a chance of talking to Toddy Payton this year? I've got to give Peter Bedell $100 that I owe him from the bet yes. that Bedell won against oh. me. Until I give that to him and there's evidence of it, Toddy Payton won't speak to me. When are you going to do that? Because you're Never. harming the show. Never. I'll pay Bedell then. Okay. Seriously, can we do a crowd? What is it? A crowdfunding exercise here? Actually, that's not a bad idea. Uh, and uh, any more? Oh, just quickly on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Their CEO Brian Fletcher has confirmed that Luai was given leave this week. So don't listen to all these journalists going, "Oh, he hasn't turned up to training." No, he's been given leave of absence. There's an explanation yeah. for everything. Plus, there was always going to be a, there was always going to be a sensible explanation. Absolutely, this. a journalist. A player from Panthers would have told their manager, yes, and the manager's yes, gone and told the journo, and the yes. journo says, "I've got to get how would yeah. he, how, what I've got to get it out there first. How would you how would have he done it? The voice? I went, oh, look, he's not here, Paddy. Yeah, okay, so yeah. that's how it all works yes. in the rugby league. World. All right, yeah. player to manager, manager to media, got to get it out there first. But the the Panthers do everything pretty well. Brian Fletcher also said he'll be nowhere but Penrith in twenty twenty four. Yeah, he's not going anywhere twenty four. I know. But doesn't make any comments about further on. Oh, does that? I don't know. Can we? Can we be like NRL 160 at the moment? 180. <laughs> 180. Can, can we? I'm reading between the lines there that they won't be able to retain him for 2025 onwards. No. Don't read between the lines. No. Or do. If Panthers are able to retain him, it'll, it'll be purely. It'll just happen. Purely based on emotion. I okay. just want to stay here. Yeah, yeah. When you're getting 1.2 million thrown in your face. Take it, son. Take it and run. Cobram Estate bring you the good oil. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. On the way, great young man. Um, son of a Penrith legend. Teammate of yours, MG? MG you was, yes, yeah. He's yeah. one of the big reasons why I went to Penrith. Um, Maverick guy joins us name. next. Uh, oh, what a guy too. Yeah. Great young man. Talks to us next on Sports Day. O'Sullivan again, they found their oh. way through, and look how it is. Gaia scores for Penrith. We have a new MG. 
Well, that is amazing. Yeah, what about that? A guy scoring for Penrith. Heard you, that a few you, times. You don't want we? another MG. No, you don't. You don't. Well, unless it's a new improved model. A polished model. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perhaps. <laughs> Maverick Guy joining us now on Sports Day. G'day, Mav. Hey, Jase. Hey, Scotty. How are you, boys? Yeah, really good. Mate, we're, we're going real good. Now, before we, uh, before we get into your gruelling uh, off-season and your pre-season training, Sats has been tell, telling me some horrible nightmares about pre-season in Penrith. Now, mate, yeah. did, I, did I read your Instagram right? Were you in Amsterdam with some bros? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went, to, um, I went to Europe in the off-season with some of my mates from primary school to get away and just enjoy, enjoy it for a bit, but... Uh, definitely paid dividends on that when I came Hang back. On to Hang on, did Hang you? Was that a slip of the tongue? Did you say a group? A gr- <laughs> was it a group of riff boys going to the Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, primary school boys. Primary school boys. What could go wrong? Yeah, straight out of Wayland, oh, straight mate. into Amsterdam. <laughs> Good times. Good the times. Boys take on Amsterdam, mate. Yeah. <laughs> now, seeing it was your mates from primary school, Mav. Tell me about your, your Penrith teammates. If, if, you, if there was one teammate that you wouldn't want to travel with, for whatever reason, just being a pest or just... Wouldn't? Wouldn't. You well, just you know wouldn't, who you just wouldn't want yeah. to go. Yeah, who would it be? You know. Yeah, I think, I think the generic answer is Lee Martin, yeah. just because <laughs> of how much of a pest he is. But I'll give you someone else. Um, yeah, maybe like a Mitch Kenny or something, just because he's loved up with his new missus. So oh, probably really? Be in bed by, he'd probably be in bed by 10 p.m. every night, so... What about yeah, the rig? I'll give you that. What about the rig? Cleary with his new misses as well. Geez, he's massive for a halfback, isn't he? Oh, how good is he? He's got the best rig in Penrith. <laughs> Mate, he, he, he can put a shirt on. You know that. He just stop walking around without well, a yeah, shirt. I try on. to tell him. I try to tell him that every day, but he doesn't listen. Hey, now Liam Martin, what is it? Is he is he still infecting the club with boils and ringworm? <laughs> Yep, every single day. He's he's not back yet, but I'm sure as soon as he comes back from his international duties, he'll the ringworm will come with him. International now, ringworm. Yeah, international ringworm. Now uh, re-signed <laughs> for another two years, Mab, which is great news for you being a Penrith kid, and um, and also yep. during the year you're upgraded to the top thirty. Now, how does that all happen? Do do you get told by the coach, the general manager, or yep. do they just announce it to the playing group for everyone to celebrate? Yeah. So um, last year because. There's usually two spots at the end uh, during the year yeah. um, for the top 30, for two people to get upgraded to top 30. So me and um, Valu, another player in my squad, were upgraded last year, and um, yeah, just having chats with Ivan and Maddie Cameron over the years, and just over the year, and just said, yeah, we're, we're happy with how you're tracking, mate, and we'd love to upgrade you. So they told me one on one at first, which is very good news, and then yeah, they announced it to the team, which is even better because yeah, the boys get around it always, and. Yeah, it was mad. Now, you're living the dream now as a full-time rugby league player, but is it even more so living the dream? Because I would I would imagine being around your very close-knit family and, and how extensive that is with so many rugby league players involved, that you would, it would just have been all about being a Panthers player as a kid, wouldn't it? Yeah, 100%. Like, well, yeah, Uncle Greg, Dad, uh, Ben, like all the, all the family members sort of definitely played for Penrith and... I've lived in my whole life, so that's sort of all I've known, really, like footy and Penrith. <laughs> um, got to start going to the Eastmore and going to the beaches. But, no, nah, yeah, definitely. It's, that's how I was brought up, um, which, yeah, I love it. And it just makes it more special when, you know, Penrith's sort of like a family to me. Like, I know it's cliche and people say that about the clubs they're at, but when it's literally your backyard and you live two minutes away from where you train mm. and that's all you've ever known, it's, it's something special. 
Now, something that I always used to get asked by journos when they talk about my dad and the, you know, the history yeah. he had in the game is, does your dad offer advice about your career? What's MG like? Is MG, uh, does he offer advice or does he, does he just let you go? A um, bit of both, to be honest. Like, um, he sort of gives me advice in terms of, like, just not really about footy. Like, he just sort of lets me do my thing in terms of, like, he knows that uh, when he played, it's so much different to now. Like, eight interchange and, mm. you know, you got your lock playing like a half and you got back rowers doing different roles. Like, so he knows, he understands footy is a lot different back when he played. But, yeah, he does give me advice in terms of, like, uh, you know, mindset and how he took on stress and, um, you know, pressure before games and, Sometimes when he did feel pressure before a game, he'd sort of just, you know, make sure the first person he tackled, they felt it and stuff like that. So definitely advice that I need and, yeah, someone that I always go to to talk about other things other than footy as well. Yeah, you're still living at home. What's that food bill like? <laughs> oh, don't ask mum. Jesus. So there's you, Logan. Nah, see, yeah, it's... it's there's you, hey. Logan, Raff, Montana and Kennedy. How Out of all the five, how many are living at home at the moment? Uh, so we got a granny flat out the back. That's yep. where Logan lives with his girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and then me, my two sisters, Montana and Rafferty, live there as well with my mum and dad as well and two dogs. So this my other the... sister, Kendi, moved to Wollongong. So she's getting out of the, the chaos. This, hey. this is the problem, Sats. <laughs> what? Mum and dad are making it too easy. That's they won't, the thing. They won't bugger off. Like his mum, does. His mum Megan, <laughs> just would never let the kids leave unless they had to. Now... Can I tell you that the house that they live in, yeah. MG has been living in that house for how many years now would it be, Matt? Oh, oh, so like since I've been born. So this is the only house I've ever known. So that's yeah, that's wow. 22 years there. I think a couple of years before that as well. So, yeah, it's definitely a family home. Now, what about Uncle Brandy? Now, <laughs> do you see much of him or is he too upper class now that he's over on the North Shore? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I see him a lot, all the time. He's always floating around the club and doing his thing in Penrith. Um, I think it's his second home as well. So, nah, we always spend Christmas and all the festivities together throughout the year. So, yeah, I see Greg a lot. Yeah, I love how close your family is. It's outstanding. Um, now, another player. Now, as you know, Jace and Mav would know, my young bloke, Jack, works yep. in the footy department. I always yep. talk, and he, he never talks out of school, but there's one guy he always, there's two people he always talks about. One's Mav. And the other one is Liam Henry. He says, the horse. Uh, okay, he said, Dad, you've got to see. He said, I think there's a big chance that, you know, he's going to be in line to take Spencer Lenu's position out of many players. But he said, I'm concerned that he may put someone in hospital next season. Is he as mad <laughs> as what people make him out to be? Uh, he's honestly the, probably one of the best blokes I've ever met in my life. But when it comes to footy, there's probably not, like, in terms of I've played with him my whole you know, SG ball and cup last year, flagged the year before, and there's no one else I'd rather beside me when I'm taking on the field, man. He's he's very reliable and he's a tough bugger, but, yeah, he's also as bad as a cut snake. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, uh, tell us about uh, training in Penrith. Sats whinges about it. You've got the Nepean doctor, which no doubt comes it's in. It's the breeze that never comes <laughs> down. Never comes. Yeah. No, <laughs> what, what, what sort of temperatures have you been copying in Penrith with your pre-season training? Yeah, so today was our day off, which was good because I think it's about 38 now <laughs> and not a bit of wind, so <laughs> muggy is all buggery. Um, and then, yeah, tomorrow I think 42, so that'll be interesting to see what we do on the field. Now, well, what sort of training are of, you doing? A lot of sweaty boys. You, you and Sats were trying to explain to me before we started the interview about these, what, is you got to keep running? Four-minute fours. Four-minute fours. Like, yeah. that, that sounds like hell. Just explain that to our listeners. Yeah, so um, we usually do the four four-minute runs 
on the first Saturday of our of our training week and preseason. Uh, and it consists of, you know, at the start of the session, you start on the trial line of a footy field, you run all the way 100 metres and back for four minutes straight. Like, so trial line, trial line for four minutes. And you just try and clock up as much metres as you can. And so then, then just, after, as soon as yeah. the first one's done, you do have you have four minutes off, which is usually past the footy round, so a bit of bit of skill under the fatigue. Oh. And then four minutes again. So you continue the, with that four times. So it's about a 32-minute con block, and it's hell, to be honest. You know, I'm so glad I sit on the couch with a beer yeah. and watch footy, you know. <laughs> I, I don't want to be doing any of that. Hey, hey, Mav, um, who's the first to spew doing these? First to spew? Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think Liam Henry, to be honest, because he pushes himself that hard. He's, he's usually at the top of the fitness alongside Mitch Kenny, and <laughs> he runs himself to death. He's mad, this kid, the yeah. horse. Wait till you see him. You'll love him. Now, um, <laughs> so I want to try and work out, do you, are you look more like your mum? Your beautiful mum or your mad dad. So are you a softie like your old man? Because he, he comes across as a big, tough man, MG, which he is. Mm. But he's oh, also a big softie. Cry, cry at the drop of a hat. So you, are you like that, Mav? <laughs> um, you know what? I think I've cried over a couple of animated movies in my life. <laughs> a couple of what? Animated? Of <laughs> <laughs> which ones? You know, you know, up, up or Big Hero oh, 6, this... something like that. <laughs> But in terms of yeah toughness, oh. I think I've got my mum's side with that a bit. Like pretty resilient and yeah, don't don't cry like that and don't yeah, not as uh, dramatic as my father. Yeah, I think your mum's tougher than all of them. Now, are you a prankster like your dad? Yeah, yeah I do. I don't mind it too much. Mm-hmm. I'm not probably not as big as him. I've heard stories of him and his day at training, taking your sunnies and that, which is still yeah. in my <laughs> bloody top drawer. <laughs> I've heard all about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, not not the biggest prankster. More just. Sort of a bit of a larrikin, but just, yeah, love a good time. Yeah, good stuff. Mate, I've I've enjoyed talking to you. Um, congratulations on the upgrade on the contract. Oh, just one more question about home. How much is board? None. What? <laughs> what? See, I've got... No, nah, no, nah, I get the groceries twice a week, which is, you know, about $500 all up, so... Jesus. That's oh, that's... Mate, that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 so... Because I've, yeah, got, I've, but, got, I've got 16-year-old twins, mate, and I'm getting to that stage. Mate, trust me, he's not paying a cent. Oh, I don't know what to charge my kids. <laughs> His mum wouldn't charge him a cent. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, nah, just mow the, get, them to, get them to mow the lawn and take the bins out. That, that's a start. <laughs> yeah, they already do that for free. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, li- listen, mate, good luck. Congratulations. Enjoy that summer pre-season mm. uh, in the riff and uh, all the best for 2024, mate. And thanks for joining us tonight on Sports Day. Uh, thanks, Ace Boys. It's been a mad time. Thank you. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is where our producer, Daddy Vass, the best in the business. Uh, joins us for three burning questions, toolkit depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. You okay? Have you recovered from the abuse from Sats? Who's had a horrible day with Telstra. Um, <laughs> you should have seen him earlier, Daddy. He had his head in his hands. Like, oh, God, that's just horrible. <laughs> uh, um, that's why you don't deal with them. Um, you okay? After the key top seven last night, I thought it was radio brilliance. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well done, you. It's I'm, an award. I'm just, I think I'm, I'm up for a walkie. After that, a walkie, yeah, a walkley, a walkley. Oh, <laughs> I thought he, did he say walkie? Yeah, he, he you're walkie. not a dog, mate. He knew exactly. What he, was. <laughs> he knows. All right, mate. Three burning questions. Fire away. 
Uh, yeah, I'm just getting the rundown up. Oh, God. Oh, you wrote them. The first one's about Adam Fenua Blake. Want me to ask for you on your behalf? As signed with the Sharks, does that put them into premiership contention for 2025? Scott. Yes. As we mentioned earlier on, it, it's the missing link. It's, yeah, once upon a time, it was always about having the best hooker, a really good halves combination, and a fullback that can score multiple tries. I reckon that's changed a fair bit over the years. If you've got a really good safe fullback, one that can be damaging, uh, but doesn't have to score 15 or 20 tries a year. I think Dylan Edwards has proven that as well. So if you've got a really good, competent fullback, tick. Yep. Bubba Kennedy. Yep. They've got Cade Dykes. They've got yep. the list is endless for Cronulla. Have they got a good halves combination? Well, they've got a Dallium halfback, tick. Have they got good centers? Well, yeah, they've got Jesse Ramian. Um, and they've got uh, Sifatalakai as well, tick. And Who is the cousin of Adam Fenua Blake? Sifat Talakai, yeah. is he really? Yeah, he's the cousin. Blake Braley, I think he's a future origin hooker, tick. Yep. But the next one now is having that bookend, having that front row that's not only big, he's fast, he's mobile, he can pass, he can get an offload, he's got a bit of everything. So Payne Huss is like that. Yep. Fishing perhaps not so much. But he's a he's just a really influential leader. So Adam Fenua Blake ticks all those boxes. He'll as be well. thirty years of age too. In twenty twenty five. Yep. Yeah, he's twenty nine so now. So I, thirty thirty one. I think that um, I think being in the front row, he's probably got another three years. Perfect. Yeah. So can I can I double down, Daddy? I know this is not the question, but I, I'm doubling down that I think the Warriors will win the premiership in twenty twenty four. You have to be really good to beat Penrith again, um, but with Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Coming back to the Warriors. Um, and this is the last year for Johnson and also Adam Fenua Blake. Mm. Expect some big things. Mm. Uh, all right, number two. With uh, Tom Dearden inking a mega extension today. Yep. yep. Uh, now, if you're the Cowboys, who are you going after to partner him in 2025? So, um, Townsend, Chad Townsend's contract ends in 2024. Mm. So, long term, like who can you see partnering Dearden? I'd be moving Dearden into the halves, halfback position, and I'll be moving Drinkwater up into six. And a little bit like Lockie's career, progressing from a one, and he's always been a six anyway. And I've, there's got a young kid, you've got a young kid up there called um, Tommy Chester, a really good young fullback. And I'll be, I'll be moving him into the fullback position. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And the money that they've got, I'd be using that to continue, um, continue strengthening. Yeah, the, the really good young forwards that you got at the club. Mm. Okay, good call. Jase? Oh, I'm with Sam. I'd, I've got no idea. Cody Walker <laughs> in the half. <laughs> and Bronco de Jure at fullback. <laughs> They're my calls. All right, number Sam Walker might be a target for them. Mm? The Roosters will let him go? Well, no, if, if he comes off contract and he's. Now that Dearden signed and, and Luai looks like he's going to sign. The, the next, who's the next cab off the rank? Who's the next half that's going to be on the market that is young, who is on the verge of playing Origin? Yeah. Sam Walker's probably that next guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, with the recent poor numbers at Optus Stadium, should Test Cricket move back to the Wacker in Perth? Um, there's a redevelopment. Are you serious? There's a redevelopment at the moment, completed in 2026. No. No way. No. When, no. when you've got a beautiful big stadium like that. that Drop in pitch. Uh, can I just make two? Can I just tell you what's happening in 2026? What? It's called the Ashes. Mm. There's no way that'll be played at the Wacker instead of Optus Stadium. Mm. Is so, there going to be like a warm up test? 
A warm-up test? No, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm telling you now, it's at Optus Stadium to stay. The facilities are what people want when they pay all that money to go to a, a, a sporting match. You're probably thinking if, if they're playing... Western Australia? If they're playing ordinary opposition like Pakistan and West Indies, yeah. should you move it from that no. big Optus Stadium to the Wacker? You can't. You, not Because of the corporate. Yeah, you're right. No, I agree with you. you I, I just think it, it actually... Even though there's not a lot of numbers in the stand... Mm. It's still a really impressive modern mm. technology, the you know, the digital effect yeah. that it has. Just you know, the, those those drone shots of yeah, off the stadium. I mean, that's it's a world class facility, yeah. Guys, this year is gonna be the crap year, right? So as we know, Pakistan, West Indies. The tour to New Zealand will be good. That's February, March. But next two years well, it's one reverse two, isn't it? Uh, New Zealand is second. Believe it or not, India's still number one in the world. I think yesterday I saw Australia. Okay, so it's changed now, has Australia, it? Australia, New Zealand, India, last, Australia, India, New Zealand. Well, last week when I was talking to my Uber yep. driver, <laughs> he was Indian and he loved his cricket. India were number one in every game. Mm. Okay, but how's that possible? He goes, well, it goes on last year. The new one kicks in now. Um, five tests next year against India, first time in a long time. And then the following year, it's the Ashes. So it'll be, we'll forget about this crap year this year by then. Mm. Just 12,000 at the WACA would be awesome, you know. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Mm. You know, it's the wrong – it's just the wrong opposition, wrong time. That first test should have been at the Gabba. And you would have had eighteen to 20,000 every day, and that's a win, right? Mm. We agree with that. 35,000 capacity at the Gabba for cricket. That's a win. 20,000, 20, wouldn't you say? Okay, I'll yeah, just talk to myself nah, here. Possibly, yeah. Radio Daddy? Would have been interesting based on the argument that we've been sort of having. Or well, the it's argument better that, than... So the, the debate we've been having around is Australia cricket fatigued at the moment. Um, it would have been interesting to see. That would have been a pretty good litmus test for it. If it was at the Gabba, if they would have got 20,000, 25,000, you would have said no. Australia is still frothing I, I, for it. I'll tell you what's the good test, boys. Tonight at Adelaide Oval with the first BBL game in a week. Hmm. School holidays are on. There's still a bit of work stuff going on and, you know, people haven't got a lot of money before Christmas. But I reckon we'll see a very good crowd there tonight. And then I think we'll see that people aren't fatigued. I think more people, sadly, will concentrate on BBL this year than Test Cricket because it's mm, better. Probably, yeah. Right, yeah. Thanks, Daddy. Good stuff. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store or online. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilient. And hello to all our resilient far north Queensland listeners. There are no doubts getting the help from Suncorp as they start the recovery after Cyclone Jasper, still my, town's completely cut yeah, off. Yeah, my sense. daughter's going up tomorrow, and she said, yeah, yeah, my, my flight's just been delayed by half an hour. Really? Yeah, my mate's coming down from Cairns tomorrow. No issues at all. Must have drained really well around the airport. Yeah, mm. well, we saw that the other day. I was under, anywhere north of anywhere north of the airport, Sats, is basically below, like Smithfield. Yep. It's basically below sea level mm. so that copped it really hard so you know all that chairlift and you know it goes up the up the mountain but anyway there's some people doing it tough in some parts yeah of cans our thoughts are with you and and no doubt if you've got suncorp on your side you will be fine here's a big topic today particularly for broncos supporters well daddy vass is frothing this 
Is it safe? No, he's, no, he's not frothing it. He's hating it. Ah, well, he's I, I don't think it. He, he won't be missed. Is it safe for the Broncos to release Tristan Saylor? Well, is it is it safe? Well, you, always, you always want really good depth. You can take two two views of this. I'm going to take the Broncos' view of it. I'd be keeping him for depth. Mm. And although he's behind uh, Reese Walsh, of course. I'd still be holding on to him and I'd be saying, you know what, we need you because if Reese Walsh goes down or he goes to origin, we need someone to play six or eight games for us. You're mm-hmm. our man. Mm-hmm. Now, he might say, well, that's not what I want. I want to play first grade every week. And we say, well, you signed with us. We're giving you another NRL contract. I'd be selfish and say, Tristan, mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere. But it looks like they're not safe to keep him because it's not going to be a, a safe bet because – He's been given the green light by Brisbane to sign a three-year deal with the Lee Leopards, who was signed by former Origin halfback, Queensland Origin halfback, Adrian Lamb. So he's the head coach, is he? won the comp last year, the Challenge Cup last year. His son, son, um, Lockie Lamb, plays for them as well. Mm. Um, Oh, well, with him now leaving as well, they're definitely not making the top four. I I had my doubts whether they could. Mm -hmm. But now with... Names like Tristan Saylor leaving the club, then no chance of making the top. Why are you being facetious for? He's a good player. He's he's not. He's he's good, but you can't he's not. Say he's not. No, he's, he's a good. very good player. He's not very good. He's good. No, he's, he's rock solid. He's a very good player. Okay. If I was starting up a new franchise, I'd pick Kyle Flanagan before him. If I was starting up a new franchise, I'd take Tristan Saylor any day of the week as number one, as your potential starting <laughs> number one. No way. Yeah, if if you didn't have a, a high-profile marquee player available, it, he, I would be happy enough to him to be a starter as your number one. Bloody yeah. Plays like Preston Campbell. Good little player. Now, don't what? be like Badge. Badge goes, he doesn't play. He, his style is like Preston Campbell. Okay. Rightio. Uh, what do you think? 0457 736 736. It looks, it's like it's a safe deal. He's off to the Lee. Leopards, get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Cricket update, yes, on the way next. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show for two E's. I feel like a two E's or two drink responsibly. Time for a cricket update. Um, geez, the MCC boss, Stuart Fox, has taken aim. Well, whacked Perth after the drop-in pinch, uh, pitch was seen to be rapidly deteriorating and dismissed concerns about the wicket at the MCG for the upcoming Boxing Day test. I, I wouldn't be having a crack at him about the, Stuart, the pitch. Stuart, worry about your own, just your own little backyard. I wouldn't be having a crack at him about the pitch. I'd be having a crack about whether they should be hosting the first test of the summer with a crowd like that. Mm. And I know they've come out over there in Western Australia and defended it. You can't defend it. It was a crap crowd. You can't do that. What about this one? Sorry, I nearly choked there. Um, Mitch Johnson was stood down from two public speaking commitments with CA at Optus Stadium. This is following on those comments. Cr- that's Cricket, cricket Australia. Australia. Okay, yep. So following on from those comments he made about David Warner, probably more so um, the chairman of selectors, George Bailey. Now... I thought the ju- we all we all agree the George Bailey comments was that was out well, it was line. too far right yeah absolutely so he was meant to do a couple of um, guest appearances at the stadium in the lead uh, during the during the test so that was the pin was pulled on that no I can actually I can actually agree with Cricket Australia here well, look, if it wasn't Cricket Australia and some other business just say it was Optus for Optus Stadium in, in Perth they said oh we've decided to pull Mitch Johnson because of his comments. 
I'd say that's ridiculous. Are you serious? I'd say because I'd want to go to that function. I'd want to listen to him be controversial and, and make some statements that not many are willing to make in a closed environment amongst you know sportsmen and women, um, corporates attending. But seeing that he really did question the integrity of an employee of Cricket Australia, I can mm. see, I can, I can understand that. Let me turn that around then. Mm. Let me turn it around because you're right. It's a ticket I'd want. Um, and we can't just cancel things when we're not happy with an opinion, right? We're not, we can't just do that. And this is a oh, – look, to me, this smells a little bit of cancer, a cancel culture again, like because one of the reports I read was that, well, the players may have been upset if Cricket Australia let it go ahead. Who cares? You're playing cricket in the middle. Who cares what's going on up there? I would have, If I was Cricket Australia, I would have said, you know what, we'll face this head on. Let's put a, a really good journo in there or someone to interview Mitch Johnson and ask why he thinks these things, particularly about our chairman of selectors. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to control a situation, but... Yeah, but... Someone someone can go rogue, and that's great as a... I don't think Mitch Johnson would go rogue. Well, he went rogue, he went rogue in the... It's easy in his to, article. But it's easy to do stuff in writings, like these, you know, keyboard warriors in their mother's basements, then say something to people's faces. Yeah, it's it, sometimes you let emotion get the best of you and... Okay, but the when other... you're up on stage and and you, you you do say some things to fill the space. But Sats, this thing's still going to sit there. Yeah. The air could have been cleared on this. It could have been cleared. And what a great environment to do it in. He's hometown. Dave Warner's just smashed 100. Have you changed your views on Dave Warner and whether he deserves that last test? George Bailey, we thought you were unfair in your comments around that. Do you agree with that now? Like, it could have been wonderful. Yeah, but if he doubled down and said, yeah, I'll stand by my comments around George Bailey, again, it's... It's well, you, you gave it. You gave it the chance. Yeah, but you again. You on their watch on Cricket Australia's watch at their function again, questioning one of their employees. Okay, well, let me ask you: Who does that hurt? Who does it hurt, mate? Like people have already formed their opinion. Like it, it, it it's just words. Mm. It's not going to hurt anyone. It's not going to kill anyone. I just thought it was a soft approach to do that. I suppose it's like us on this show. If we criticise. We criticise South Sydney, for example, like you do all the time. I do not. All right, the Roosters. If we criticised a a car brand, for argument's sake, well, we wouldn't do that. No, but if we did, for whatever reason, we did, and and I was meant to appear as a speaker at one of those, and they rang up and said, "Yeah, it's in our best interest. You didn't really say some nice things about our product, so it's best you don't get there." Um, I've got to say, I think Mitch Johnson would have probably. I think there's a part of him that probably said he probably didn't want to be further exposed to to criticism. I think the other thing too, though, we're, we're missing, and I understand your analogy, it's completely different because these guys are all teammates. They all played for the country together. Mm. And I think it's different. I really do. So I don't, I, I don't know. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Don't get me wrong, but it would have been, like you said, it would have been a, a really good ticket. And we're in that era at the moment, right? I'm not trying to sensationalise it, but let's... Why do we just push stuff to the side you know, we because went, it's too hard to tackle? I went to a sportsman's lunch and you couldn't come one day at the races, the Gold Coast races. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I was at my daughter's dance concert. That's right, yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, but there was, we do live in an era where people are very, very apprehensive about telling stories in large masses. When once upon a time, sportsmen and women's uh, luncheons were – the best. It was free for all. Yeah. It was Chatham House rules, no yep. phones, whatever it may be. But now everyone's very apprehensive and the stories are really boring. Because people are now telling these stories on podcasts. Mm. Yeah, you're right.
Because you can do it. There's no, there's no crowd in front of you. You can't see anyone. That's what it is. Uh, tell us what you think. 0457 736 736. You've got a good argument there, Sats, but I think it could have still been done. Brought to you by Tui's. That's our cricket update. I feel like a Tui's or two. Drink responsibly. Uh, we're at the show next. Here on Sports. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. That's here. We're about to roll. Quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared as bushfires seizing. Uh, there's a fire burning in Main Range National Park in Alora, just north of Warwick. Yeah, Warwick, yeah. Uh, if you're listening in Warwick, please close your windows and doors as smoke is affecting the area and make sure you log on to qfest.queensland.gov.au. if you're an asthmatic. Yeah, it's really not good, difficult. is it? yeah. Uh, community update. Thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Got to go. I'm going to go home and watch the BBL tonight. I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually- I've, I've, I've got to say, I haven't been that excited about the BBL this year after so much cricket. Um, but I'm excited tonight because Chris Lynn. Yeah. And Our um, mate. And we spoke to Chris Green as yep. well, the captain of the Sydney Thunder the other day. and um, Who likes to cook tomahawks. Yeah, so I, I like that they wants teammates. He's got a ball that he thinks that that Chris Lynn doesn't like to hit. Um, it's so a I'm straight one. that tonight. It's a straight one. Full pitch, straight ball. Don't let him get under him. It's got to be, it's got to be right in the block hole. Right in the block hole. Block hole. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow night. Have a good night, everybody. See you, See you listeners. Goodbye.